Welcome to another episode of Entrepreneur Mind Speak. I'm Lauren with Creme de Mint, a branding and packaging design agency. And today we would like to welcome Idaiz Gomez, CEO and co-founder of Vita West Nutraceuticals. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much, Lauren. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So yeah, I'm really excited yeah, to be here. So thank you for inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your background. Tell us a little bit about Vita West. So um, my background is in health and wellness. So um, I've had that background for quite some time. I've always had that interest ever since I was younger, you know, eating healthy, you know, exercising, making sure you stay away from all the bad ingredients and, you know, fast food and those kind of things. So I've always been a a big fan of that. My background in, in, in the manufacturing industry uh, started with uh, health ingredients, raw ingredients, uh, specifically uh, cocoa ingredients. So we used to uh, bring in the uh, cocoa, just the cocoa beans, and process them here. So we were a boutique uh, cocoa processor where we would uh, process the cocoa beans and, and uh, make it into butter and make cacao nibs. Uh, cacao powder. And so that's how I got started into the manufacturing. So we were manufacturer importer of those uh, health ingredients. And um, then we would sell it, you know, to chocolate makers or, you know, people that would make uh, creams, you know, out of cocoa butter and those kind of things. And from there, that's how I got started into the, um, into the gummy, actually uh, gummy manufacturing. Um, so that's, that's my background. And wow, so, that's so interesting. Like, how did you end up going from the cocoa bean to gummies? They they feel like so different to me. In general, the health industry is kind of just all connected together. And so um, it, it seems like it's it's kind of far off, but it, it really isn't. Um, I see a lot of um, similarities just because it's all within the health sector. Coming from that cocoa background or cacao, right, what we call it, raw ingredients. We recently just uh, launched a, a cacao pulp gummy. So yeah, so it's really not that far off. And back then, and I'm gonna rewind now, it's back then we were just uh, in the cocoa or cacao industry and manufacturing, we're doing some manufacturing. We had a lot of interest back then on creating gummies because it was something brand new in the market. So people were inquiring, we were already in the industry, they were inquiring, you know, hey, like, do you guys know of any gummies that we, you know, do you know anybody that manufactures it? Can you manufacture it? And that's how it all got started. We started getting a lot of interest, uh, you know, with, within the gummies, right, gummy sector. And and we ended up uh, doing a lot of re uh, uh, trials, a lot of research and development within that and, and then kind of um, merging into the uh, nutraceutical uh, industry and manufacturing gummies, and it became our specialty. Um, and we always stay up to speed. You know, we go to our shows and, you know, Supply Side West and all the industry shows, and and, and there's always something new and up, something up and coming. And I remember when I first saw, like, gummy supplements, right. I was, like, so excited because I was like, oh, my gosh, I hate swallowing pills. And so the idea of just being able to, like, you know, have like this gummy that's, you know, like a gummy bear or whatever that actually has all that same stuff. It's kind of a relief. I guess it reminds me a little bit of um, Mary Poppins where they're like a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. That's exactly what it's like for me. I'm like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
I know, and I think that's why, um, you know, the industry became so, so big um, in such a, yeah. a, it's such a short amount of time um, because the demand is there. You know, it was there back then and it's still there. It's still the growing industry. Um, and we still get a lot of customers that that come in and they say, hey, you know, we, we've got a, a capsule out in the market. You know, we've had this capsule out for 10 years, you know, now we've got, you know, several different products out there with capsules or with, you know, another different uh, delivery method. And they're like, you turn that into a gummy because now we want a gummy out of that. We want the same ingredients that we wanted in a gummy. So we get we get a lot of that as well. It's it's a pleasurable way to, to take your vitamins and who doesn't want that? I mean, especially children. You do work with smaller business owners and people that are starting out um, wanting to develop their, their first new gummy product. Um, can you tell us like what steps they should expect when working with a gummy manufacturer like yourself? Sure. Um, so pretty much the steps are, they need to know what they want. So have something, what do you have in mind? Um, we are a full turnkey manufacturer. So we will take, say your idea, you know, as a brand new product out of the market, you have an idea. You tell us what that idea is. Like say, you know, I want these five active ingredients in my gummies. I want them to be strawberry. I want them in this shape, you know, um, and I want them in this flavor. And then we can work with that and start developing a product from there. So you have to know kind of like what you want. Um, and then also we have uh, our in-stock products. So if someone says, hey, do you happen to have, you know, a beauty gummy in stock? I just want some something that you have in stock that I can private label. We also help them with that. So we do both our in-stock uh, products that we can private label or a custom formula, which is, you know, them identifying exactly what they want out of, out of, out of a custom gummy. And how long would you say that process takes? Like, say, for example, um, someone came to you and they wanted to do a custom formulation. Um, how long would that custom formulation process take? And how long would it take before they would be able to get their product on this shelf? It's or, on, uh, or on Amazon. <laughs> right, right. No, yes. Um, so it's it's about a, it's about a couple months. It, it really just depends on the customer and how fast they want to move on it. Um, our thing is we know how to manufacture custom formulas. So we know if we if it's a feasible formula or it's not. So we say, hey, yes, you're five ingredients and you want X amount of milligrams in in you know per serving. Yes, we can do it. Yes, we can make this flavor, this shape. And it's just a matter of sending the customer the um the pretty much like a sample, you know, for them to try and if they approve it. We're good to go. We can put it into production and then, you know, they can, we can turn it around and they can start selling. Yeah. We can turn it around, package it with their label and it's, it's pretty much ready to go. And that's great. And if somebody was just coming to you for, um, you know, something private label, that would be much quicker. I can imagine. Yes. Because we usually, we usually have uh, formulas in stock ready to private label. And it's also a lower minimum. And um, so we have a lot of popular formulas that we keep in stock and it's, it's a much smaller minimum than a custom formula. So a custom formula for us is usually about, about 4,000 bottles, which is, which is really small in comparison to other manufacturers with a custom formula. 
usually for custom formulas, you know, some manufacturers require a minimum of million pieces um, or, you know, uh, it, it could either go by pieces or it could go by units, units meaning the full long bottle um, or pieces meaning, you know, million pieces and you can package it in 60, 60 counts. Um, and you're looking at about 16,000 bottles there with a million pieces. Or some some manufacturers say, hey, you know what? Our minimum is 50,000 bottles. So um, there's a, it just varies to whom you go with um, when it comes up to custom. Because it pretty much, it, since there's a lot more manufacturers now uh, in the market, um, in the, you know, in the, in the industry, uh, they, they have different minimums. But our minimums, we believe it's reasonable, uh, especially for a small business, because we are able to cater to them because we have smaller equipment. We have uh, a pilot equipment that can cater to smaller runs. Um, and so we're very flexible in our manufacturing. And that's something that we're able to compete with when it comes up to some bigger company. They're not as flexible. So we have that flexibility due to our smaller capacity. So you said 4,000 for somebody is um, trying to do a custom formulation. If they're trying to do um, private label, like what do they have a certain order quantity that they need to place for something like that? Yes, for our, our private label for our bottles, it's 500 bottles. 500, okay. Yes, so that would be the minimum. It's 500 bottles for any of our in-stock formulas. And what would you say um, is important when you're looking for suppliers for raw materials for, for these gummies? Uh, reliable and local. And so uh, we always look for that uh, reputable companies that, that are local and that can consistently provide the same uh, quality uh, active ingredients. That's what we look for. And we're, we're really lucky with that because we're in Southern California. So um, all of the big suppliers are like pretty much within the vicinity of where we are. So we're lucky for that. So we don't have to wait for, you know, someone from overseas or, you know, and, and, and have our customers wait. So we have a lot of uh, solid suppliers that we work with um, that we can depend on to provide us with our, our raw ingredients, you know, our, our active ingredients and our inactive ingredients, such as your sugar and, and, and syrup and everything else that we use to manufacture. What quality control measures are there in the supplement industry to ensure the safety and effectiveness of supplements? And are there certification or documentation to prove the quality and safety of the manufacturing processes that you guys are doing? Oh, absolutely. And it all starts with the suppliers um, themselves. So we, uh, like I said, it has to be a reputable uh, source and a company that tests their products. And so that's why everything that we order uh, always comes with a certificate of analysis to make sure that the product is uh, pretty much meets the standards of, of, of the industry and it's, it's effective and safe to use and to manufacture. And so and then also once we take that and we manufacture, we uh, test the finished product. So it's tested all across um, all across from our suppliers, all the way down to the finished product. And can you talk about um, some relevant industry standards and regulations such as uh, GMP and FDA regulations? Right, so those are standards, those are the ones that regulate uh, companies like ours. So, you know, the GMP, which is 
all of your standard operating procedures um, from logging in everything and having full traceability of where everything comes from. So that's 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 pretty much in a nutshell what the GMP is. And then the FDA is the overall regulator of the industry. So they're the ones that would, um, you know, come after you if you're doing something that you're not supposed to do. So uh, having a FDA registration as a facility um, is really important because they know where to find you. So that's one of the things that, um, you know, businesses or up and coming businesses should be looking at is, is this facility registered with the FDA? What kind of guidance do you provide on like regulatory requirements for like supplement labels and claims and marketing and all that kind of stuff? We do guide our our, our customers as much as we can. Um, but then also we, it only depends if they need it because a lot of people go about marketing their stuff the way they market it. And, um, and that's kind of like we're, you know, as a manufacturer, we draw the line because marketing is a pretty much a different animal when it comes up to, you know, we're in charge of manufacturing the product, making sure your product is good to go. Uh, we handle all of that, you know, from start to finish and give you a ready to go product. And then it's, it's up to the, to the, to the customer, right. To the new business or existing business to say, this is how I'm going to market it. So they have to be very mindful in the way they market the product um, because we are in a health and wellness industry and more and more people are, you know, becoming aware of what they're consuming and, you know, they want to treat a lot of illnesses in a natural way. And so we know that there's certain certain active ingredients and a lot of health products that can help us with our ailments. Then again, as, as a business owner, as a brand owner, you, you really can't say that. So that's where, you know, you kind of draw the line. Like we can't tell our customers, Hey, this cures this because we can't say that. And I'm sure that, you know, that a lot of the customers that come to us, they know that. So they have to go about marketing it in the right way in order for them not to make claims. Because even though we know that, yes, this ingredient may help, we can't just full on make the claims. And that's where, um, you know, the business owner has to make their, their, their best judgment as to how to go about marketing the product um, to their market, you know, to their target market and making sure that that they're, they're getting their point across of what this product does, you know, for, you know, for their health, for their health in a, in a natural way. Do they come back and say, oh, here's my label. Can I say all this stuff? Do they come back to you? Do your clients come back to you and, and ask you those questions? We give them somewhat of some, some advice. Yes. On that, but we can't, like I said, not, not too much. Um, and this is where it becomes kind of like a little bit tricky because you know, whoever, whomever is in this industry, they're there to help. So like, let's say if you have, uh, some botanicals and, and, you know, in a formula that say, Hey, you know what? I've, I've been in natural medicine all my life. I'm, I'm a nutritionist. I help people with, you know, anxiety or whatever other thing is. And I know that th these ingredients combined can help someone with their anxiety, with their depression to lift their mood. Now I want to go and take it out to the market. So you can't really say it like that on the label. So that's where, you know, the marketing comes into play, but you can't really make the claims on the label unless it's something like, like a certification that we already have, say it's a, an organic certification, um, a halal certification, a kosher certification. Then at that point we can outright say, 
yes, this product is kosher. Yes, this product is USDA organic. This is a halal certified product. Absolutely, you can claim it on the label, yes. What type of certifications um, do you have at your facility? We're a halal certified uh, um, facility. So that's one, that's one thing that we, um, that you, that we can, we can pretty much help our clients and say, Hey, you want to, you want to cater the halal market. We are halal certified and you can, you can uh, claim that on your label. Um, you can also claim, you know, your, your natural ingredients and some organic ingredients. You can claim that on the label. We're not a USDA organic facility, so you can't claim that on the label, but you can claim you have organic ingredients if organic ingredients went into the product. So you would see a lot of that uh, where if the if the entire product is, if your entire ingredients are certified organic, you can claim that on the ingredients on the back of the supplement facts and say organic uh, sugar, organic everything. But if the facility itself is not organic certified, then you can't, the entire product is stamped as an organic product. But yes, it can have all organic ingredients and still not be certified. Your facility, are people able to uh, to do like vegan or gluten-free products or anything like that? Yes, yes absolutely. We, we are a gluten-free and um, for the most part, vegan facility. And um, so that's something that they can claim as well. And you don't need a certification for that. What pitfall do you see the most often um, with entrepreneurs coming to you or, you know, people that are going into the, the gummy, the gummy product business? Sometimes it's, I see, the, you know, these passionate entrepreneurs, especially when they're new, you know, they haven't been in the industry for a very, very long time. They're new with their brand they're new with in business they they put in a lot a lot of work and effort which is good in their formula but then they they fail on the marketing aspect so i think that's one pitfall as a as a brand new um entrepreneur in the in the in the industry is is make sure that you know who you're targeting you know as a small small business and make sure you know who you're targeting and target them very very well and also have patience and learn from the process and be able to be very flexible in the way that you, you, you know, you pivot um, because you get a lot of signs when you're in the industry and you start, you know, going to market, you know, from, from just marketing or selling to a client and feedback. So be, to be flexible and, and, and make the changes um, and go with the changes needed to be able to, to capture the market that you're, that you're looking for. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I see that a lot too. Folks that, you know, they want to start a business, but they don't realize what it actually takes yes. to start a business. They think, oh, I'll create this product and everybody's going to love it. Everybody's going to want it and it'll yes. sell itself. And it's like, you know, I, I I would love for all products to sell themselves, but um, it doesn't typically work that way. You have to put in a lot of time and effort and money um, to, you know, get it in front of the right people to, um, you know, get your branding, your, you know, that's what I specialize is in the branding, but get your branding and your label and everything like looking the way it needs to look so that your target audience will like it. And then you have to get it in front of your target audience. It's a long game. It's not, you know, overnight successes here. It's at, not. You know, it's, it's a marathon. It's something that takes a lot of 
effort and it's going to take a long time. So I think that was a, that's a really good pitfall to mention. Expecting that your order, when you submit your order at the last minute, that it's going to be turned around quickly. That's another pitfall. Um, a lot of them that I see that have, have had some success, they branded their product really nice. They managed to, to, you know, get such a nice website and optimize it and have several avenues where they list their product now. And now they started getting traction and now they started getting orders and they weren't expecting it. And so that's where I see that they can just, they've got a little bit of, of stock, they sell out and then they come back to us and they say, oh, please, please hurry, hurry. How soon can you get it out? I, you know, I'm running out of stock. And, and that's where you can, we can run into some trouble and it's, and it's a, it's a pitfall for the small businesses because they expect us to quickly turn it around and it, it's really hard to turn it around, especially when it's a custom order. It needs to be uh, scheduled into production. We usually have other things that are in production and there's a full on schedule. So we have to finish off our schedule and then schedule anything new. So you have to place your order. We have to get you on schedule. Then it's a process we have to, you know, produce it, package it, and then being able to, to be able to send it out and ship it out to you. So, so be, being very mindful of your inventory and what's going on and making sure that you get your orders in on time. That way you never, we try to never run out of stock um, because, you know, you lose momentum. And so it's a bad thing for a small business if you're having a, a you know, a client waiting for an order. It's, it's not something that, that consumers are used to. They want it like now, you know, that's why Amazon is really popular because they want their product right. now. Yeah. yeah. And so if they can't get your product and they feel frustrated because it's not coming for a month or however long it takes, then right. they'll probably look somewhere else, something that's going to be more consistent. So that planning right. piece sounds very, very important. Any piece of advice you would recommend for if somebody was like, well, how do I make sure I, that doesn't happen to me? Let's just say they're on, on Amazon. You know, they have a listing on Amazon or even their own website. They start, you know, optimizing their website, you know, getting more clicks and, you know, their, 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 their marketing plan is starting to work and it's all of a sudden picking up. I mean, they would know, especially because it ends up being kind of like your baby. So you would know like, hey, you know what? Now we're getting a little bit more. Let me prep. No, I started putting the campaign on this, uh, you know, platform, Amazon has a campaign. My own website has a campaign. I've been working, you know, maybe with a, with a small distributor or some small stores in my town and I'm seeing some movement. So that, those are the kind of indicators, uh, for a small business owner that says, Hey, you know what? If I might have still some inventory, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving things along. I'm working it. I'm pushing project what you're able, what you're going to sell. And then versus what you have in inventory and then planning your and, and scheduling your your uh, your production run with your manufacturer. Both of those are really great advice, both um, pitfalls that you mentioned on how to avoid them. What biggest trend are you seeing now in gummies? There's some um, biggest trends. I would say, yeah, quite a few trends. Um, I think the beauty, a beauty trend, huge, like biotin gummies, collagen, um, those kind of things. I'm seeing that as a, as as a um, as a big trend. Also, your your workout gummies, your pre workout and post workout um, kind of supplements are also a big trend right now. Um, as well as um, your botanicals like ashwagandha, you know, lemon balm, lavender. Those kind of in, ingredients are also very very popular. 
So I think that those are the biggest trends I see right now in creatine, which is part of the part of the workout, you know, your amino acids and proteins and all that stuff, um, whey protein. So um, creatine is also uh, a new and up and coming, very popular, very popular in gummies now. What question is like the one you get all the time? What are your minimums? I get that. <laughs> we get that a lot. We get that a lot. And I yeah. think it's because we have a lot of small, a lot of new up and coming entrepreneurs. Huh? And so they, they bump into a lot of hurdles, uh, finding a manufacturer that can cater to them. I think that's a, a, a big one there where a lot of small business owners get stuck um, because they, they get limited. You know, you, we can do, we, we are able to do your custom formula. However, you need to meet, you know, 20,000 bottles, 50,000 bottles or depending. And, and the thing is that that small business owners are, are tight on, on their, on their initial investment, right? They're tight on it. They haven't yet tested their market. They want, they want to bring something out to market based on some research, but they haven't yet tested it with the finished product and they still have to do a lot of research in the market. So I think that's what makes us, uh, you know, I consider that it makes us special because we're able to understand that from a small business and say, look, we're able to cater to you and our minimum for custom is only 4,000 bottles. So it, it reduces the risk for small business and it doesn't leave you with just enormous amount of inventory uh, without testing your market, you know, and expecting to sell something that you don't know whether or not it's going to sell. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Um, so is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you think would be helpful for um, entrepreneurs to know? You come into business, you're working with, there's a lot of other factors in the chain. You know, you've got manufacturing companies, label, you know, turnaround times, ingredients, you know, problems come up. And so learning to go with the flow and not getting too stuck on, on the, like on the process, you know, kind of like learning how to just not pay attention to the small little things. I say like the small little hurdles, I would say prepping, having enough time to prep and then keep going, you know, keep, keep moving it along as smooth as, as smooth as you can and have a, a really nice, uh, good communication and a strong relationship with your manufacturing partner, because it's, it's really important to, to always stay in, in communication and let them know, you know, what you're thinking and, you know, what, what's going on with your, with your inventory and those kind of things. So just the whole, having a lot of a consideration about the entire process. I think that is a good point because there are a lot of moving parts yes. and maybe that's not something that, that small businesses realize when they first get involved with a manufacturer right. is that there are a lot of moving parts. You're, right. you're waiting on this ingredient to come from this supplier and this ingredient to come from this supplier and this that's ingredient to come, and it all has to come together to make the product and then be delivered. So there's there's a lot of moving pieces and especially over the last few years where we've had some hiccups in the um, supply chain. Um, right. That just like patience is is very important. Um, and it's it's tricky, I think, because as a customer, you're so used to getting things so quickly that right. what you don't realize and, and you want to deliver to your, your customers that quickly. But as a manufacturer, when you're working with your manufacturer, you have to also think about the whole process and how 
just because I want it, the speed of Amazon doesn't mean it's possible with my small manufacturer really being patient and understanding that it's, you know, it's going to take time to do these processes and to produce a product. Absolutely. So tell me what would be the best way for people to reach out to you if, if, um, if somebody is listening to this and they wanted to start their own um, gummy line, what would be the best best way to reach out to you and your company? Yeah, sure. You can you can uh, send us a request um, through our website if you're interested in in, in starting a product or or just even information. You know, you just have questions, you're curious. You can send us a request, and then one of our reps will get back to you. You see all the brands and all the you know. And all the ones that are shiny, but the the back end, the manufacturing, you know, nobody knows what's going on in the back end. So, yeah. And I think a lot of people that there's a lot of folks out there that want to know and want to have a better understanding what they're getting into and how to go about that process. And so thank you for sharing all of your knowledge with us today. Of course. Thank you, Lauren. Appreciate it. So that's another episode of Entrepreneur Mind Speak. Thank you guys for joining. Um, if you're looking for um, branding and packaging for your next gummy nutraceutical, we're here to help your brand stand out. Thanks again uh, for joining us on this podcast. Um, we'll see you on another episode of Entrepreneur Mind Speak. Thank you. Bye bye.